0: Life with Brent and Jeff. He didn't fall? Inconceivable. Good evening and welcome to the Alter Life. Brent. Yo. We are finishing our Ephesian series tonight. 14 episodes. Tonight? <laughs> tonight. <laughs> 14. Wow, that's a lot. It is a lot. And it's been so chock full. Of just amazing truth. And tonight, we are going to blow the roof off of your car slash house slash radio listening dwelling, whatever. We have so much good rock and roll for you tonight. Last week, we talked about children and parents and employees, employers. And, you know, we kind of toned it down a little bit musically because we didn't want to over overload you. Because we knew that tonight, talking about warfare, talking about fighting the battle... That we're going to crank it up. And we're so excited. We got lots of great music for you tonight. We're going to do Double Plays Out the Wazoo. We even have Petra, 80s metal double play. That's right. What do wow. you to do about it? Can't do anything about it.
1: The 80s.
0: Yeah. We rock it hardcore without the hardcore. Man, just
1: get you amped up for this episode. On this episode, The Armor of God. And uh, go into battle, you know, and uh, kick us off with. Verse 10 Finally, and that's what we kind of feel like (laughs) after 14 episodes of this series. We're at the end, and we say, Finally, my brothers, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, and put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And I love that. Just be strong in the power of the Lord and his might. You know, we've never had any strength in and of ourselves. Our flesh is weak, our spirits are weak. You know, we're not worth anything in the battle. We really aren't. You know, we bring nothing to the table but a weak frame. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's so much different when we try as humans to put on our own armor. We try to put on our own protective shield. You know, we hide behind our insecurities. We we lash out. We try in our flesh to battle. And um, we only make more of a mess. And I think it's interesting... When you read this, it's just a reminder that any of the protection and any of the armor that we have to fight against the enemy, and we'll get into what the enemy is, but which is obviously the devil, the wilds of the devil, but you know, it's the power of his might. It's completely his power that we have to stand with. You know, it's yeah. standing in him. Be strong in the Lord. Don't be strong, go oh, and bring the Lord with you. It's not like you be strong and remember the Lord is with you. It's yeah. be strong in him. You know, and it goes right back to chapter one, where remember how many times we read in chapter one? In him. In him. In him. It was about being in Christ. And he's full circle back now saying, in Christ, you know, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That's where it starts. So, right off the bat, before we continue, it's a check yourself before you wreck yourself moment. You know, are you in him? I mean,. If you're not in him, then the rest of this chapter doesn't apply because you don't have the armor of God. You don't know God. So how... how yeah. You know, you don't have that relationship. And as soon as you accept Christ in your as your Savior and you bow your knee to him, um, you know, you have the ability to put on this armor and to stand against the enemy. And you can actually see things that have troubled you and have battled you your whole life. You can start seeing some of these things dropping like flies because you are strong in him. You have... Um, a power in his might you have the the power that the, the god that we have. I'm getting all excited yeah. the god that we serve created the world and has power to make it all go away with a snap of his fingers you know he's the powerful being I mean, he created it <laughs> so he created all of this and um, that same guy with that same power is working on your behalf
0: if you let him boom I'm just still just catching up from what brent was unleashing on the world. It was Sorry, awesome. I was just gonna look. Sick. No, it's great because this is something that we know what this is like. You know, anybody who's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. A battle, a war, what? It's like, you've never lived then. You've never woken up and walked out the door. <laughs> if you have, if you don't know that there's a battle for our souls and, uh, you know, I, it, this is such an awesome parallel. I'm in my own study. I've been just going through the Bible and I was going, th- I went through Joshua and now I'm in judges and, talk about battle you know I mean that's, it's just straight up war after war after war but there's so many things that you can extract out of that to imply in our own war against sin in our lives you know <laughs> think about this like the battle of Jericho they didn't use a single sword okay they, they relied totally on God God made that immediately after that they went in their own strength to AI they're like eh, AI is such a small town just, throw, just send a couple thousand you'll take care of them boom they fall because they had sin in the camp and because they didn't seek the Lord, you know, and you see it constantly. We talked about Gideon a a while back and how it was God who won the battle because he didn't want man to get in the way because as soon as man gets involved, that's when there's error. That's when there's failure. And this is why we, you think about the armor of God, it's a covering. We need to have, as Brent was saying, when we're in Christ, we have his covering our protection is found in him if you're outside of Christ you're out in the open you know there's no barricade there's no pavilion or anything you can hide under from the enemy the enemy's got you and you know we we talk about this we you know, we learn this in Sunday school and stuff but to really put these things into practice in our own lives that's what we're going to be talking about tonight being armed for battle because if you want to live your life thinking that everything's just hunky dory and that we're not under the attack of the enemy go ahead like you're welcome to do that. Nobody's stopping you. Nobody's chaining you to the house, saying you're not allowed to leave because the enemy could like drop a house on you or something like that. You know. <laughs> but you are greatly misled if you think that you can live your life that way and not be protected and covered by God. And you know, I've lived one way, and now I'm living under God's protection. It's a lot better. Believe me. The altar life. Music. Music True. Real. Period. period. period.
1: All right, that was The Devil Is Bad by the Ws. I didn't pick that song, just did. <laughs> no, come I'm just on, kidding. you guys.
0: That was that was a guilty pleasure if there ever was one. Know, Remember when great. swing was like the thing? Uh-huh. It's like, "Oh, swing music." I've never heard of this and before. Everyone started
1: taking swing dance classes because they wanted to be cool and dance cool. <laughs> okay.
0: All because of that Gap commercial with Brian Setzer Orchestra. <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway, um, The Power of the Media. I- <laughs> So
1: back to the word he says you know, Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to Stand against the wiles of the devil Not that you may be able to Run, fight Stand and he says this a couple times You know you look down in verse 14 he says Stand therefore Verse 13 that you may be able to withstand In the evil day and having done all To stand you know He's he's girding us up with this armor so that we have the ability to stand in the midst of right and um, I don't see anywhere where he says so that you can fight so that yeah. like he's not giving us armor so that we can you know go out and slice up the enemy yeah. and it's not we are not the ones taking action we're we're not we're not to have the action words we're standing yeah you yeah. know and we're letting the the Lord fight our battles and I think that's that's really key to us understanding this because it says "Is verse 12 for we do not wrestle because not only are we standing but we don't have the ability to fight because the things we're fighting we have to know our enemy and the things we're fighting it says we won't wrestle against flesh and blood it's like if you wanted to take a sword to start hacking somebody up (laughs) it's not the somebody that's the problem you know principalities and powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places you know we don't have the ability to beat that. <laughs> we really don't. And um, you know, you know, knowing your enemy, I, I get confused a lot of times. I'm, you know, sitting and you're frustrated with people at work. You're frustrated yeah. with what's going on. You, you, we a lot of times will focus our, our enemies and say our enemies are people. They're yeah. the the actual like person in front of me that's annoying me. You know, well the only reason they're annoying you is because either you've got an issue of pride or they do. Yeah. <laughs> there's some sort of sin. There's some sort of thing going on that's spiritual that is not working out you know why do we war because of pride right as james says so you know that's that's the that's the central theme here tonight and um how do we put on that spiritual armor that we can stand in the midst of it that's that's as we continue that's what we're going to be honing in on tonight
0: all right that was blisters and coffee by the classic crime sounds like another sunday morning for brent (laughs) I'm playing a that guitar getting the blisters on his fingers <laughs> drinking down his coffee <laughs> sorry you got that right <laughs> <laughs> true story um man we're hyped up because this is this is something that is on our hearts not just because we happen to come across it but because this is something that everybody deals with um being armed for battle the enemy and I think it's funny because it's like stand and a lot of people say like if you're not moving forward you're moving backward or or you know if you're not <laughs> going against the flow you're going with the flow and you have all these great catchphrases and stuff but it, the opposite of standing is falling as far as this in the, in this idea and it says in 1 Corinthians 10:12 for him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall um we we try to stand in our own strength all the time as Brent was saying and as soon as we get to that point as soon as we think hey I had something to do with this yeah like this is great bam that's when the wiles of the devil and I love how it says the wiles of the devil it doesn't say the pitchforks of the devil and the grenades of the devil you know it's the wiles like when you think of I think of that word you know you think about like the feminine wiles like it's like I'm gonna use my seduction you know it's like the enemy is crafty and subtle. What did it say in the in the garden? It says, and the serpent was more cunning. Yep. It was more subtle than any other creature. And he got Eve to think. That's the problem. He got a woman to think. That's what started the <laughs> whole problem. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, sorry. Uh, we just had all. The, we lost all our female listeners at that moment. Uh, but. <laughs> It's not like God's like, oh, the devil's coming at you and he's going to, like, pound you and stuff. It's subtle. And it, we don't even realize. And that's why we have to have the strength of God. Because our armor is, like, that little plastic stuff that we used to play with. If we're, if we're covering ourselves with our own armor, it's like, a, you know, the ninja turtle, like, bow. And, and you know, this it's stuff that doesn't, you know, it's it's very weak. And the enemy can find those chinks, as they say in the armor. Uh, that's why it's important for us because he's subtle and we can, things can creep into our lives and we don't even realize it if we're not in Christ, and that's the that's the danger that we have to try to avoid. All all Alter Life with Brent and Jeff.
1: Alright, that was Armed and Dangerous by Petra and for the record I didn't pick either
0: of those Petra on so <laughs> Sorry. I bet you were all feeling more edified and more encouraged to go out and fight though. I think every segment I'm just going to come out with a disclaimer that wasn't me. No, I'm just it kidding. It wasn't Petra me.
1: Petra was awesome. Like, I'll, I'll say in their heyday yeah. um, and you, you know they still have their, their merits today but I think, you know they were just awesome
0: for like getting you pumped up to go fight a battle. They were like the original rock. Like yeah. they were the original band that you could like play. And other b- unbelievers were here and be like man that rocks. Right. You know like nowadays you're like oh that's cheesy cuz it's 80s but come on it's awesome. You got <laughs> to you got to listen to it in context. or I had the cassette tape. It just gets you, you pumped go. up. What's Nobody a, sings about that stuff. What's anymore. a cassette tape? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know but i know what the armor of god is actually i don't know what it looks like cuz <laughs> yeah. i've never seen it because it's not like going out and getting the the chainmail right yeah. and it's not getting you know when we think of the armor what do we think about putting on things that are going to help us in a physical battle where somebody shoots a gun and doesn't go anywhere or somebody you know shoots the arrow and it just bounces off our metal you know breastplate or whatever we've got things to protect us right and i think you know in the battle of the lord our job, the Lord covers us and He protects us. You know, He covers those areas that would be wounded and would be weakened as a result of the, the enemy. You know, and I think He allows us to be in the battle. I mean, He allows us to be in the middle of that. And um, but He protects us. You know, and I think we forget about that sometimes. We think that we go in. It's like, oh, get, Lord, give me this. How many times have we prayed this? And I think in Aaron, a lot of times, give me the strength to. Fight that yeah. temptation. Give me the ability to say, you know, it's like I get the point, but really, like we don't have the strength ever, and he, he gives us the strength because he's the one who fights the battle. Yeah, you know, it's almost like he pushes, hey, Sonny, that's nice. He pushes <laughs> us aside a little bit, and then he takes the sword and beats the enemy down. You know, and then we somehow come up. See, I knew I could do it. Right? It's like it's so, <laughs> it's so misleading, and I think we a lot of times spiritual warfare and victory you know and like all people get it wrong it's like you know it's not about us learning how to fight better it's it's about getting out of the way (laughs) it's about being spirit filled and putting on and we're going to get into what is the armor of god here that he's going to want us to have on you know because when you look at it it's not things that you would expect in terms of you know i got my uh you know, I got my, my Uzi or whatever. It's yeah. like, it's no, they're things that help protect us, and they're spiritual things, because that's the fa- the battle that we're fighting.
0: You're unbelievable. The Ultra-Wall. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. All
1: right, that was Battle Song by Lacrae, and it's our unbelievable segment this evening, and, um, you know, in uh, true spirit of battling and army and trying to be better than somebody else yeah. and beat someone else um and this might be a guy topic yeah but i think girls do it they just do it in a, in a very um verbal way yeah <laughs> is that the way to say it? yeah uh is one upping each other yeah. you know it's like it's like uh oh you know what where the world where any battle any argument can be won with a simple arm wrestle yeah like, right now <laughs> arm wrestle me and you
0: yeah, you could be like, your IQ could be like 7. The other person could be like a genius. But if you beat them, you're more of a man. More of a, <laughs> you're just amazing. It's like Sylvester <laughs> Sloan over top, bam. I just won that truck and my son back. <laughs> There's an entire movie about arm wrestling, by the way. If you ever check it out. Pretty awesome. Uh, uh, <laughs> have you ever known anybody I who's like broken their arm arm wrestling? No. That's like, that's I've like, heard that, though. Oh, it's awful. It's the Can worst image ever. Can you imagine being the person that broke the arm? Like no. you'd feel terrible, but, but part you, of you would be like, Oh my gosh, I am like I am I am God's gift of strength right here. I'm Samson. That's what everybody I secretly desires. <laughs> you can't be a guy and go to church and not secretly think, If I if I grew my hair, what would happen? <laughs> if I just like let my hair grow. Would I get awesomely strong? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. That's a hilarious topic in and of itself. That's it's trying to, like, recreate things that happen in the Bible in 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 our own strength. Well, that's why I think, like, the whole workout gym thing craze got crazy because, you know, so I can lift,
1: you know, X pounds. How know, much that, do you bench? From arm wrestling to, like, you know, your stats at the bench
0: <laughs> press, you know. Yeah. Um, the only bench I refer to is the bench when I was the backup of any team that I played for. <laughs> and I rode the bench. That's the only bench I'm familiar with, <laughs> or the picnic bench. Yeah, no. <laughs> the, park. the only bench the I press or... is when I sit down at a picnic table for like a barbecue. <laughs> I press it down into the deep into the dirt with my girth. I know me and you, we, <laughs> we compare dinner. It's like, what'd you have for dinner? Oh no, I had no, I ate more.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but you know, I think girls do it too. They just don't do it like. Physical. It's more like, oh, did you see her thing? Oh, mine was better looking. Yeah, yeah. it's all. I look purple. better in that dress. Yeah. Anyway, that was a we, stereotype. We, we can just stop
0: right there before we get in more trouble. <laughs> anyway, see you on the other side. You're listening to the altered life with Brent and Jeff. Brilliant. That was stronger than you think by Fireflight. Before that, you heard "Hey Devil" by Toby Mac. something that Brent had said in hour one, um, how we we kind of get puffed up and think that we can like fight this battle. Nobody. Well, I should say nowhere in scripture does God say go and like beat that sin down. You know what I mean? Usually what does it say? It says flee. Run. And you're yeah. like That's not the way the world works. It's not everybody show. Yeah, I know. It's like it's the exact opposite. And the, to quote Brent from the altar life, the kingdom of God is counterintuitive. <laughs> you would think that God's like, Yeah, I want all these macho Christians that go and like just attack demons and Satan and just like slay them with their sword of the spirit. And that's like the the imagery we, we would get out of this. But it always says flee. You see like great men of faith like Joseph running out of the house from a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just, it's totally different. And instead it, of beating her down. Yeah. She <laughs> didn't say, you seductress, I will slay you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's totally different. And it's funny. And um, we get this. And that's why we fail. Because we try to do it in our own strength. We're like, I want to be able to be in the middle of temptation and stare it down and be like, Yeah. And that's just a pride thing because we want to be able to say, I conquered that. And that's not, it's it's in all these things we're more than conquerors through him. It's through Jesus that we conquer because we rely on him. And uh, I think of it as imagine like a little scrawny kid, like standing up against like a gang and then. they all get scared and he doesn't realize that there's like this giant person standing behind him (laughs) that actually did the work and and still the fear. You know what I mean? And he's like, oh, I'm so tough. (laughs) It's like, no, it's because you had that big guy behind you. That's what they got scared of. That's what it's like with us and God. So stand
1: therefore. (laughs) Stand therefore, right? And, uh, you know, we can continue on as we start talking about the different parts of the armor. And uh, first one, stand therefore having girded your waist with truth. And, you know, I love he starts off with truth because, you know, it wasn't until we read the truth of God's word, um, which really your waist, the belt, kind of holds everything together, right? The truth. And, you know, the enemy would would have lies thrown at you to confuse you. And um, it could mess you up. But I think, you know, I I love just he kicks it off with this truth because if you have that around the middle, (laughs) keeping everything together, you know, you can always go back to... Um, what's true And find your Find your bearings Find the course again You know um, When you're confused
0: We're just looking at the, the different articles I guess you would say Of the armor of God And uh, just kicking it off With truth You know And when we hear The word gird <laughs> We're like What does that mean Or you know how we, we think about This belt of truth What is that What does that entail Like I wear a belt So my pants don't fall down Like that's what we think of But having our waist Girded with truth It's just when you would talk about it in Paul's day you know they everybody kind of wore those loose clothes and they would tie their clothes up so that they could run and run well and and so they wouldn't trip up and that's what that's why it's so important for us to have that foundation of truth because if we have to <laughs> if we have to stand on something we're not going to get tripped up by these you know as it says in, in ephesians we read about the waves of doctrine and all these things that blow through the church and stuff or Accusations that come against Christians and the attacks of the enemy, we're not going to get tripped up because we're protected by the truth and we're secure in what we're doing. We're not getting tripped up by the lies of the enemy or the wiles of the devil, as it says in verse 11. So uh, moving on, it says... Where is it? Oh, there we go. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. And just think of it as like a bulletproof vest. You know, like we we, do like a breastplate. What is that? I don't wear breastplates. That's just weird. But like in modern (laughs) terms, we'd say the bulletproof vest, you know, to protect yourself from the attacks. And I love it it says the breastplate of righteousness. It's like like your heart is protected because you have the righteousness of God. And you're not going to allow those tricking things, those deceitful things to, you know, get all caught up in your heart
1: <laughs> <laughs> and isn't it the heart the most this part we've been talking about you know throughout i think every Live episode it always yeah. <laughs> comes back to the heart it comes back to the innermost parts and the enemy would have would go right there and try to confuse you and i think the righteousness of god covering that part that sensitive part that critical part of your heart of your soul the Altar Life. Music. Please give us the power to blow people's
0: minds with our high voltage rock. Truth. Come on now, don't be bashful. Real. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. The Altar Life. With bright Someone need a hug. And Jeff.
1: I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Period. Continuing on, you know, different parts of the armor of God. We talked about waste with truth and breastplate of righteousness. Having shod your feet with the pres- preparation of the gospel of peace, salvation, and you know, and, and the gospel, the gospel. You know, I, I'm glad the gospel, the feet of the gospel, got to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, you know, and I I love that the preparation of that. You know, and I kind of when you think about that, it's kind of like, you know, having your feet ready to share, ready to ready to give out the gospel. You know, and and you know, it's interesting that that's a that that's a part of the armor. You know. And a lot of these are all defensive things, right like yeah. we said we're not fighting. it's not like we can shoot lasers out of our t- you know out of our shoes. It's you know being pro- our feet being protected by what the gospel of peace
0: and that's pretty neat. yeah, I think uh, you look at the scripture, you see this this theme running through it. It says how beautiful are the feet that bring good news and and we know that we've been given the ministry of reconciliation. we're his ambassadors to to tell the world what the good news is the gospel of peace and we talked about it earlier on in the ephesians series what Christ being the peace bringing peace between God and man and and Paul saying you know we need to be ready to go you know if if God sends us somewhere to share that gospel of peace we need to be ready and not fleeing when we shouldn't you know what i mean like flee right. from the attacks of the enemy but ready to go and to and to run to the opportunities To save, you know what I mean? Like if you're in a battle, think of it, you know, like if your shoelaces are untied and and you need to go and help your brother, you know, who's who's getting attacked or whatever, and you trip and you're not ready and you don't have it prepared, you know, it's not, you're not going to be helpful. You're not going to be ready to run when you need to. And it's important because that's, you know, in the middle of this war, you have your feet prepared with the gospel of peace. And that's such a great contrast for what you're in the middle of. And then above all, right, Taking above all, taking the shield of faith, which
1: quenches the fiery darts of the wicked one. You know, I, that's the one that I think I, I I kinda get the most, right? You know, when we we talk about the shield of faith and believing, regardless of what is being thrown at us, you know, what the circumstances are telling us and, and really kind of what, whatever is going on is to be able to believe in Christ above all things. You know, above all of the other stuff. I believe in in you, Lord. I believe you're here and that you're protecting me and that you're covering me. And, um, you know, we'll continue to talk about that as we as we move on. You know, going back on the shield of faith and quenching the fiery dark, it's the wicked one. You know, I think the wicked one's shooting arrows at us, wants to wound us, wants to hurt us. And, um, you know, there's many different ways that that... You know, manifest itself in in the world, you know, and and there's a lot of things that the enemy can do to to hurt us and confuse us. And, you know, a lot of times we get so caught up in our circumstances where we see what's going on around us and we get so bogged down with, um, you know, all this really hurts or why did this have to happen? And we really kind of go in tailspins and emotionally, spiritually, just people that we don't expect to hurt us, hurt us. and, And all that stuff is from the enemy. All that stuff is not from God, Right. And, um, you know, how, how do we get through that without just kind of slipping and falling, you know? And I think it comes back to trust. It comes back to faith. Anything that we have is through the faith that we have in Christ. Do I believe that Christ is strong enough in this situation? Do I believe that Christ is here? Do I believe that Christ is in the middle of this? And do I believe that Christ is going to calm the storm? You know, do I believe that Christ is going to be with me in the boat? And it requires faith. and and trusting in the Lord. And you know what? Every time that I've had enough courage to believe Christ in the situation, he's never failed.
0: You know, I've failed many times, but he never has. And we are picking up in verse 16. Bren was talking about the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. The enemy's going to throw fiery trials at us. He's going to throw doubts at us. He's going to throw whatever he can. But those... You know, standing up in the middle of those things and having our faith strong in Christ, it produces more faith. You know what I mean? We go through those fiery trials. I think it's in First Peter or James, one or the other. It talks about it produces something. When we go through those things and when we rely and we put our trust in God, as, as Brent was saying, it, it's going to produce more faith. That shield's going to get bigger. <laughs> so you're going to be even more protected uh, from that point on. And it says in verse 17, "...and take the helmet of salvation." you know these sh- you would know you know the, the enemy's going to try to sow doubt and be like you think you're a christian you, you know you think that just by saying some prayer that you're saved look at you you're you're a mess you have doubts you have all these things and he's going to try to do that but to to protect our mind knowing that we're saved knowing that god has put his name on us and we are his we, there's a guarantee we've been sealed by the spirit we're not you know it's not going to it's not going to allow the enemy to get those thoughts in there and to put those doubts into our minds. And then it says the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And that's the most important thing coming down to it. That's the one offensive thing that we have is like Jesus, when he was tempted by the enemy in the wilderness, what did he do to combat that temptation? It was the word of God knowing it inside and out and, and, and using that to, to combat the enemy when he was being tempted. Yeah. And how do we get,
1: how do we remind ourselves of what truth is? How do we remind ourselves of what the righteousness of God looks like? Where do we go to understand the salvation of the Lord? Where do we go when we're we're trying to um, when we're preparing for the gospel? You know, where do we go to have our faith strengthened and to learn about all the people in the past who have had faith? You know, the Hall of Faith. You know, is the Word of God? You know, and as we enter the Word of God, as we commit that you know it's it's the truth of god's word that can slice through it's like a two-edged sword right um and divides and divides right and it it makes things very clear and i think when it's a spiritual battle going on i think we get so confused and we get so wrapped up in the circumstance and our emotions that it's not clear sometimes And the word of god brings us back to clarity
0: and um can divide the, the truth from the air all right that was victory by shane and shane before that you heard heroes will be heroes cool hand luke uh that cool hand luke song is great it's just talking about how jesus won the war you know we're not the ones fighting it and just to remember that and and when that comes through christ we get the victory like shane and shane just sang about and we're wrapping up for the night we got a couple more verses to look at uh, before we close with stand therefore by Chicago.
1: And in verse 18, he says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And Paul brings it back home with, man, it always comes back to just how much time are we spending with the Lord in prayer? You know, and I don't know if you're in the battle tonight, um, just feeling like you're losing the battle, you are if you're doing it in your own strength, you know, and as we ask the Lord to come and to give us his armor, you know, the salvation and truth and faith and all those things we've been praying about tonight or talking about tonight. Prayers where it starts, you know, getting in the word and asking the Lord to strengthen you, asking the Lord for those things, those coverings, you know, the, the protection and asking for his power. You know, um, he loves to give things to those who ask. I mean, he's waiting for you to ask. And I think when we, we start asking, for the lord not just for ourselves but it says for supplication for each other and we start going on going to the battle with for each other through prayer i think the lord just loves that heart and we can align ourselves with his heart and um he's able to to surround us and to strengthen us in those situations and i think you know that's really the the crux of the night tonight so we're going to have one more song by chicago but until next week be cool cats, live for christ